Hello and welcome to So Family Says. Uh, Katie's out there again this week. Uh, just this whole sickness is just taking over our house. It's just wiping everybody out. <laughs> I do have my little co-host with me. I got little Cecilia and I've got Rory in the back over here. So this episode, it's just how it's titled social media etiquette. Uh, I mean, how else can I explain this? <laughs> um, we do, we talk about uh, parents kind of supporting each other. Uh, we talk about the separate groups and the mom groups that uh, Katie is a part of. Uh, we kind of talk about just being good to people and that revenge is not, it's never justified, never justifiable. Anyway, connect with us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Um, Enjoy the show. today Jordan and I were just chilling uh, browsing Facebook and there happened to be a post in one of my mommy groups um, and I felt like it was something that I uh, I was able to comment on and as I was commenting on it I actually showed it to Jordan and I was like does this sound okay <laughs> because it's okay to comment on somebody else's like post about their children because we all know everybody takes everything in the wrong way they read it in the most uh, meanest voice in their head. Because the internet talks like Chandler. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, so. yeah, but it's like how we were so quick to assume, mm-hmm. so quick to assume that if someone's giving you a- advice, it's it's more of a... Like patronizing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And why? I don't know. Why do we do that? Uh, I don't know. So uh, that kind of sparked us wanting to talk about this uh, topic on how not to be a jerk on social media. Uh, So we found a list here. Um, It's on realsimple.com and it's, um, let's see, there was a recipe for easy game day broccoli dip. That is not it. (laughs) Yes. The guide to social media etiquette. And it goes through a couple of different social medias, Facebook and Twitter. We're pretty much just going to go through Facebook, kind of read it, comment on it. I think this covers all platforms. It it pretty much covers all platforms, like what is acceptable and appropriate on social media in general. Yes. When you you interact with other human beings. Um, The first point is friending and unfriending. It kind of... Uh, I'll try to summarize just so that it doesn't take forever and I'm all I'm doing is reading. But it basically says, you know, you, you connect with your friends, family, colleagues, uh, current and long lost friends, whatever. Um, but at some point, if you don't really care what your seventh grade biology lab partner did over the weekend, it is okay to prune your friend list. And you don't need to make an announcement about it. Just by the way, everybody, if you're seeing this, you made the friends list. Don't be offensive. (laughs) But that's how, when I see those posts, that's how I read it. It's true. You don't need to announce that you're pruning your friend list. And one of the points here that it says 
if someone mentions to you like, oh, hey, I saw that you unfriended me or I, I can't see your post on Facebook anymore, that's when you say, well, our lives have just grown apart and uh, I just felt like I needed to reorganize my friends list and, and, you know, and, and purge it a little bit just mm-hmm. because we weren't really interacting. It's okay to be adults about it and you don't need to announce that you're unfriending someone. Um, it also talks about occasionally we have the friend or family member who's an oversharer or we don't necessarily uh, love what they're posting and want to see it constantly, but it's not really socially acceptable to unfriend them or you don't necessarily want to unfriend your cousin, but you are so sick of what they're posting. So you can use the drop down menu in the upper right hand corner. You can unsubscribe from their posasts. So you're limiting the number of statuses that you're seeing. Yes. And that's okay. (laughs) If you don't necessarily want to see their post, but you don't want to disconnect yourself, there are other options. Status updates. <laughs> what are Jordan? This, what are some things that covers. you like to put on your status updates? Jordan's not a real big Facebooker. He's kind of no. just a creepy lurker. Yeah, I like to see whatever what everyone else is doing. Every once in a while, I'll I'll post what you we're what stuff. I'm doing. I do. I share stuff that uh, either relates or pertains to me or my lifestyle. Uh, your music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a very uh, artistic Facebook. I do tend to. Sp- Bam, everybody. I'm sorry. So, um, like this article says, at its core, that's kind of what Facebook is about. You post updates so that people know what's going on in your life. No, Facebook is marketing. That's all it is. Okay, th- th- that's getting into opinion. <laughs> but that, that, most no, of us, most that's, of us, that's truth. Most of us that are on Facebook, it's about connection. We're not all about marketing. It's a facade. So here it says are the five most obnoxious kind of updates that you should try to avoid. Intentionally vague posts is the first one. Yeah. Life is so bad today. I'm just going to go. I'm going to hurt myself. Okay. Guys, Jordan's being offensive and rude today. (laughs) Just so you know. And then then you come up. Hey, what's wrong? Let me help you. I'm just having a bad day. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I understand. I agree that this is incredibly annoying, at least for me, when people are are those very vague posts that things are so bad, I'm having such a hard time. However, I am going to put this in here that I think that there's an exception to the rule. I think that every once in a while I will see posts that say, hey, guys, there's some stuff happening in my life right now that's really hard. I don't feel comfortable sharing it right now. I just need to let you know I need prayers or I need some support or I need words of kindness. I still feel like that that's baiting. Um, I, I mean, it, it's not. If I saw somebody posting this regularly every day or every week, I would be pretty annoyed by it. But where there's that explanation where it's like, I'm aware I'm being vague. And there, there's a reason behind it. I don't feel comfortable sharing it, but I need some support rather than just being vague and ignoring the fact that you're being vague and baiting people to comfort you rather than being like straightforward. Like, this is what I need from you. Okay. So to okay. me, that's the exception to the rule. Does this list include pictures of food? We'll get there. <laughs> um, another one. Here, hold on. <coughs> Go ahead. The next one is chronic complaining, which, you know, just somebody who... I do that offline. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> That's fine. You're not sharing it with your coworkers. Um, meaningless calls to action. Um, uh, give an example. You know, I honestly don't know exactly what they mean by that. If it's like, hey, everybody, we need uh, prayers for Susan. 
because she has diarrhea. I don't know exactly if it's just kind of like vague and meaningless. Sorry, try not to burp in the mic. Sorry. <laughs> so to be honest, I don't exactly know what that. Sorry, I don't exactly know what that means. The next one is oversharing. Is this like constantly sharing the same post over and over and no, over? No, oversharing I think is like. <laughs> Susan has diarrhea. <laughs> oh, so this is a TMI. Yes. Okay. That, that, that's what it seems to me is that it's TMI. Like, I, we know that you, we, we understand that hemorrhoids are frustrating, but you don't need to post about it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Here's my exception to the rule, in my personal opinion. I think that there is a fine line between oversharing and being real. Because I actually appreciate someone who is real about their life but i definitely think that there's a specific way to share that on social media if you have a specific group or a group basically a group you get into a group on facebook where that type of conversation is more appropriate rather than just sharing it to your wall where your boss and your great aunt and your niece can all see it You know, if you if you feel like you need to be friends with your boss, just don't. Oh my gosh, <laughs> whatever. You would be friends with your boss on Facebook. He doesn't have Facebook. Oh, exactly. He doesn't have. He's Facebook. like, if you want to get a hold of me, don't. That's <laughs> <laughs> partially, yeah. Uh, but it's. He's like, I don't need Facebook because if people want to get a hold of me, they know how to. Yeah, and we don't mean to make his own like Jordan's boss is a jerk because he's actually a really great guy. No, he's great. So anyway, that's my uh, my my side note. I think that there is an appropriate time and place to quote unquote overshare or, you know, be real in a sense. Um, the next one is uh, posting too frequently. So posting mm. constantly, which honestly, if you're just posting regular things about your daily life, it doesn't bother me if you spam my feed, whatever. I'll read through it. That's fine. Tell me about your day. But if you are constantly sharing like game requests and tests and quizzes and all that kind of stuff. That I will that's find you. I get out and of I my feet. <laughs> I don't want to know what type of macaroni and cheese you are. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Why, you know, when opening a Facebook account, how come this stuff just isn't? Hey, here's a list of things you shouldn't do. Yeah. And I don't. I mean, post quizzes. Sometimes I post quizzes, but it's like that's quiz different. after quiz after quiz after quiz. Like that's what you've been doing all day and you've been sharing all of the results and my feed is completely full of your quiz results. <laughs> it, it's a little obnoxious. Maybe do one a day, two a day. Okay. Anyway, the, it continues on to say, do a gut check and ask yourself if this is really something that you need to share. And Jordan had an analogy today. I, yes. Well, and you had another one that was really good too. Uh, if if you can walk into the middle of a mall and shout your status in front of everybody, I think it's okay to post it. Or you just have a lot of balls. Either way. But yours, I edited it a little bit because, like I said, if you go into a mall, it's a lot of strangers, people you don't know that you'll never see again, that you're not comfortable around. But, see, but that's what Twitter is like. It's true. That's what Twitter is. But we're not necessarily talking about just Twitter. We're the most social media. So, in general, though, I'm your friends with people on social media that you know, acquaintances, again, like colleagues, friends, family. So I edited it a little bit. And I said, if you are at your birthday party with all of these people that you know, and you feel comfortable in front of that crowd. Birthday party? I thought you said family re- reunion. Family reunion, birthday party. Because, you know, you don't necessarily always have colleagues at your family reunion. I'm a little bit okay. more, I'm a little bit more candid right. in yeah. front of my family than sure. 
So like a birthday party. And if you feel comfortable saying that status in the center of the room, then it's acceptable. Yeah. It's, it's about the crowd that you're speaking to. It then goes on to uh, talk about what's acceptable etiquette in posting pictures. Oh, this is where food comes in. <laughs> it says with digital cameras and smartphones, it's so much easier to post whatever. Use a little bit of restraint. When sharing photos, I'm going to summarize this a little bit because it's a, it's a little bit long. You see, you go on, on a vacation, you go to the Eiffel Tower, you go to Hawaii, whatever, and you want to share those pictures with everybody. It says edit it a little bit so that you're not sharing all 746 pictures of your trip oh, with everybody. I have a rule of 10, maybe 15. Which, you know, if you want to have a and rule of And it usually is never... Uh, duplicates of like the same place or like the same time not within like a 10 minute time frame and of course there's there's rules like that that you can follow which i, I think is pretty solid like hey here is 10 selfies yeah <laughs> oh, and it all looks exactly the same against this guy <laughs> let it <clears throat> let it be interesting things that you would want to look at it of other people's you know vacation photos um where you went your family things you did um but not 12 different panorama shots of the west room of the Grand Canyon that all look, look the same. I, I, oh, sorry. Ugh. It's 10 o'clock while we're doing this. It's BT dubs. Our kids are in bed. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind that. I it, like the Grand Canyon. But yeah. But, you know, identical shots. At some point, you know, it gets old. So, okay. I, yeah. Okay. I don't think there necessarily needs to be a limit on pictures, but uh, just, just edit it to, so that it's, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're sharing everything that happened rather than all of the same things. And a good one here, the next tip, is tagging with care your photos. Like, oh, yeah, tagging friends and mm -hmm. family. Because, you know, maybe your uncle works at a very prestigious law firm and you post a uh, tag him in a picture of him doing a keg stand. <laughs> I mean... It can, it can cause some problems. Right. Ask. Right. And that's the big before. thing that, it, that yeah. it talks about is it's a great way to share your photos, but not everyone wants a picture of themselves in a bathing suit splashed across the internet. <laughs> bathing so, suits. Hey, share away. <laughs> so it's, it's not too bad when you post a picture just to email or message someone with a link to the photo and say, hey, I'd really like to tag you in this. Is that all right? Would you be comfortable with me tagging you in pictures in the future? We'll see. Facebook now has this thing where you can actually uh essentially it's a uh, approval mm -hmm. you, an approval I, process right. and it, it'll notify you whether hey so-and-so tagged you in this picture do you want it to show up in your feed mm -hmm. and you go yes or no mm -hmm. it actually goes on to say that right now and it says if you're concerned about the photos that your connections might post adjust your privacy settings yes so that you have to, so that you're able to approve before they are linked to your profile. Oh, the most popular one is getting tagged in like someone's account gets hacked. Yes. And it's like an ad or something. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And like you win 99 other of your uh, friends or people yeah, that are uh -huh. mutual friends, they all get tagged in that same photo. Yes. And it also says that if there's... Um, Someone who posts a photo that, of you, maybe that you don't necessarily want out there, that picture in the bathing suit that you don't really want on the internet, you can untag yourself from it so that it doesn't show up in your newsfeed 
and it's okay to message them politely and say, hey, I'm not really a fan of this photo. Would you mind taking it down, please? Which I think is fair. And uh, you're nice about it. Then it, it, the next point is uh, privacy settings, which I, I think is pretty basic and that's pretty personal on how you want to set your privacy settings, but yeah. that you have lots of options on um, what you want to see and what you want other people to see and what, you know, you small tangent here. Sure. So when you see those uh, posts that say tag a friend, mm-hmm. tag some somebody, mm-hmm. I feel like there's something behind that. So like I've always thought about um, whether if it's like a ways to people uh, can find your profile or it gives people who own that page away, whether if it's like figuring out how to hack into your account mm-hmm. or if it's some uh, marketing thing. Uh, I feel like there's always something behind it. I though. think I understand what you're talking about. Are you talking about like it doesn't happen so much now, but in the early days of Facebook, you know, years ago, where it was like all the square boxes and it was like tag your loudest friend, tag your quietest friend. Is that what you mean? No. Oh, I'm trying to think of an example here. Um, it could be like a somebody falling off a like a tractor. Okay, and it's all tag your dumbest uh, buddy, tag your dumbest friend, or oh, okay. you know yes. th- things like that. I know that's I a just, very harsh example. No, well, I, I, I understand. <laughs> or it's like you know, and then most of them are mean. Now that I think about it, it's like there's that like ugly picture of the chimp, and it's like tag your sister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And see, and everyone's tagging their sisters. Yeah. And guess who gets to look at your sister's profile? Ew. It's okay. Right? My brothers don't tag me in that stuff. This is so. some. This is the weird stuff that, that I think about. That is not um, something that I had thought about before. Yeah, and see, and I've always thought about that. So, food for thought, people. Food for thought. <laughs> Don't tag people in stuff. Random stuff that comes up on your feed. Yeah. Oh yeah, my sister. She's ugly too. <laughs> <laughs> your sister's not ugly. Be nice. No, my sister's beautiful. And nobody's sister's ugly. Um. Next, what kind of inspired us? What are you doing with your leg? <laughs> I'm stretching my leg. Let me be. He was doing, have you ever seen in uh, movies, like the women like stick their leg out in the road to get someone to stop for him? Uh, That's kind of what it looked you know, like. Like you were like sexily. I may or may not be wearing pants right now. <laughs> That's up to you listening. It's <laughs> a great thing about radio. We can look... I could be wearing a clown wig. <laughs> you know, Tom Green used to do that stuff. Oh, really? Yes, he painted himself like a clown. Oh. Um, anyway. Anyway, was um, the harshness of the internet and, and social media and the fear that I had making a simple comment. And the comment that I made, it was like on a mommy page, another mom's baby had a really bad rash. And I made a comment saying, hey, could he be allergic to his diaper? Um, could it be a yeast infection? Mm-hmm. Here's some tips. Here's my favorite diaper rash cream. I, I hope you get it taken care of. And I had to be careful about saying that because especially in the world of mommy groups that we live in. Oh, good heavens. People are so harsh and so mean and so quick to judge. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking today about... What's the, I don't, I, what is the best way to say this? A, a tip for people in those groups who are receiving advice. Oh, about not uh, jumping to yes. offense. 
Well, there, there's two parts to this, I think. Not, first is not jumping to a fence. Yeah. And the second is don't be a freaking biatch. Is it okay <laughs> for me to say that? Yeah. To edit myself a little bit? Because sometimes these moms really are so harsh. And here's some examples that we were talking about that I've seen. In, in, and, you know, men don't do this. Men don't get into groups and do this stuff. For some reason, it's moms. I was a part of a group and never... Uh, you know, there's probably a couple times I can think of where someone would share an opinion mm-hmm. and then it, it turned into a debate. And then mm-hmm. one of the admins would be like, hey, guys, yeah, calm down. Like, this right. is what the group is for. No need to be, you know, getting at each other. No need to be calling names. Yes. Like, and, and I have examples of that, too. And it's just ridiculous. But um, I, I'm gonna, th- I think we need to be careful where we go with this because we also have another episode that we want to do about supporting one another as parents which is included in this but I'm not going to get too deep into that right now because we do have another episode about that there's so often I I was making suggestions to Jordan that um, say if someone posted say this picture of the baby with the diaper rash you have so many women who will jump on there to instant scare tactics like oh my gosh take him to the ER you need to take him to the doctor right now and scare them or you have um people who are jumping on there and saying why are you even here why are you even asking we're not doctors take him to the doctor and there's so much shame there's fear happening there is shame and judgment happening in these comments and i think that that is attributing to why people get offended so quickly and jump to defense and so here's my tip a little bit first of all don't be a jerk to other people be kind Especially try to put yourself in these people's shoes, what they're going through. For all you know, that woman has already made an appointment with her doctor. Or maybe she doesn't have insurance and she's trying to decide whether it really is something to worry about to take her child in. Or if someone has dealt with it. Or, you know, she's just looking for a little bit of comfort in a situation that maybe she already has under control. So try to put yourself in their shoes and be kind in how you speak. That's a great example. That's great. Sorry, I got really distracted. I was watching this video. Trash can nachos. Oh, nice. Oh, I think I've heard oh, of those. This looks so good. I really want to go ahead and watch this again. All right. Jordan needs... Uh, Cholula. Apparently, Jordan needs nachos. Oh, hella... Oh, man. Um, my other tip, since we're getting off, off topic, <laughs> talking about nachos and what you mean. Maybe we should just like have nachos available to everybody, and then people aren't going to make mean comments to each yes. other, because everybody with nachos is going to be happy. <laughs> But my next comment and and advice to people in these groups, mommy groups, any social media where you are commenting on something other than be kind to one another, put yourself in their shoes, is stop being defensive and taking offense to everything. Yeah. And the example that we talked about was... Oh, is this the car seats? Yes. Oh my gosh. There's... I've seen so many times a mom post like a picture or a cute video of her kid in the car in their car seat... And somebody comments on how the child is in the car seat if they feel like they say, hey, did you know that your kid's supposed to be rear facing till they're two or a certain weight or yeah, their chest clip needs to be higher or uh, yeah. um, it's not safe to wear a coat in inside the car seat. You know, little tips like this and just say, hey, mom. Well, granted that there's there's people that are total jerks about it and and, and are judging and being cruel. Those people aside. Uh, because we know that there's trolls, we know that there's jerks and people who are just inconsiderate <laughs> on the internet. You just called all me moms trolls. 
people realize I that. I mean, maybe mean moms are trolls. Maybe they need to go have some dang nachos. <laughs> yes. But with those, the mean comments aside, the people who are being cruel about it, there are genuinely people who care about you and your child's safety who are trying to share information with you that they aren't, they don't know if you are aware of. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's up to you how you want to use that information, but you don't need to get angry and offended because there really are people who care. But it's 2019. Right. I mean, like the past three years, it's all, it's all it's been. It's get offended. It's true. I'm offended. Being offended about everything. Um, but yeah. And, and like Jordan said, there's, uh, people don't know how to take opinions anymore. Oh no. No opinions, uh, criticism. Yeah. You know, granted, I know that can be, it can get pretty heavy handed. Sure. (laughs) You know, I, it's easier to step back and to let it sit, understand it. Before you spew mm-hmm. the first hateful thing that mm-hmm. comes to your mind. What is it that I always tell you, Joy? What is it? What the are you? seven second rule. Seven second rule. Oh, yeah. Headbutt a wall for seven seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> I tell Jordan this all the time, especially with our kids. Because, I mean, anybody who's parents or who has ever been around children in their life know how frustrating they can be. And I always tell him. And this is something that uh, we learned in... That, well, that yeah, when we were doing a developmental therapy uh, yeah. with children is that yep. it, oftentimes it takes seven seconds to process things. So I tell Jordan all the time, takes, do the seven second rule. Take a step back from the situation. Take a deep breath. Count to seven. Headbutt the wall. Headbutt the wall a couple times <laughs> if you need to. And then react. And that's hard on the internet because mm-hmm. it's so easy to hide behind your keyboard and your screen and just type out whatever nasty thing comes to your head. Oh my gosh. That is the internet though. Mm-hmm. To come in and just... And then just fall back <laughs> into the, uh, what's that word? The anonymity? Uh, anonymity. I can't say that word very yeah, well. Something like that. Being just anonymous. Yes. That is the internet. Yes. <laughs> and it's, and it's hard. And, uh, and I think that a lot of times through the internet for whatever reason and on social media, when you hear an opinion, for some reason, people feel personally attacked. Whereas I think if we were in the same room with someone and they were like, hey, this is how I feel about something. And you were able to uh, be chivalrous to one another and be polite and talk about it like adults. I think that it would go down much more peacefully. Well, that's the uh, the quick assumption of somebody's tone. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing through a text. Yes. I think uh, Key and Peel do an episode through through text. And he's huh. like, oh, did he say it like, like this or did he say it like that? That's true. Don't be so quick to assume. It's true. And it never hurts you to just be kind. There was another fight that I saw in one of my groups where um, someone had mentioned that it was a, a pet peeve of theirs that to see women who smoked while pregnant. And of course, it turned into a debate because there were people in the group who were previous or current smokers who said, first of all, you don't understand how hard the addiction is. And also someone who's been addicted to to nicotine for so long and are pregnant, it's actually, it can cause uh, complications and miscarriage if they quit cold turkey because of the stress that it puts them under. There are things that we can, that happen or circumstances that we don't necessarily understand. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to introduce those. And for someone to, to give that opinion and say, hey, look, here's a fact that you may not have known. And then when someone comes back and says, okay, I hear that, I see that. I still feel as though it's irresponsible 
and it was a choice that this person made. Again, there is there's fact in this and there's opinion in this. And at some point, someone needs to just accept it for what it is and walk away. But we don't do that. We always, especially on social media, want to defend our side. But why not? I mean, where's how is it productive? It's not. Exactly. It does no it's good not. It's to just not. hurt each other's feelings. No. And it's okay to agree, agree to disagree or say, okay, I get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Agree I, I don't love this, but I'm stepping away from this conversation because it's frustrating me. Um, I'm trying to find, if I could spell, jeez, Reggie Watts. He did a live performance, uh, in New York, right? If you're good to people in general, you're just being good to people. Mm-hmm. I like the way that I know he's being a dork when he, when he says it, but <laughs> it's funny. But I personally took it as like, you know what? Exactly. If we're just generally good to people, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it, how much easier things would be if we could all just be kind. Why can't we be friends? <laughs> well, we talked in in uh, one of our previous episodes about loss and people's deathbed regrets where you know they wish that they had had more children or spent more time with their family yes don't let it be a regret don't you will never regret being kind to a person even if they're a total a-hole to you it doesn't hurt you to be kind and you can walk away from that situation feeling good because when you're mean to each other or someone's mean to you it doesn't feel good for anybody and you still walk away feeling like crap so you still lose in the end anyway in some cases, I know it's justified. Oh, there's oh, there are some people out there. Jordan has a bit of a temper, and I hey, know. Hey, okay, yes, I have a bit of a temper, and I understand I that you? vindication <laughs> seems like it would be rewarding. Oh, you know, sometimes it is. Oh, I disagree. But it's not worth I disagree. It. But it's not worth it. I, I have never been in a fight even if I was vindicated where I felt better oh you know what the old lady from Albertsons that's right you remember that I do we're shopping at Albertsons uh get some chicken what is it they yeah they had some specials like eight Mm -hmm. pieces of chicken for like ten bucks five bucks five bucks yeah yeah it was a good deal it was a great deal so we go Kate's in line getting the chicken. And we have our kids with us, obviously. Yeah, yeah. We always have our kids with us. Today was like that one day in a thousand years where we don't have our kids with us. Our kids are still with us. Oh, well, we, we went on a date. Yeah. For a little while. And, and, and yep. yeah, grandma and yeah. grandpa babysat. But yeah. most anyway. of the time, you know, we're parents. We're full-time parents. We yes. usually have our kids. Yeah, usually. Anyway, so they had a little uh, box full of like rolls fresh and baked bread, rolls yeah. and bread and things like that. And... Uh, my son wanted to hat wanted to get some, and so we would open it up, and he would point at the one that he wanted. And I, okay, and I, I'd reach in with the tongs, I'd pull it out, and I put it in a bag, and then we walked away. Mm-hmm. And I could previously hear this lady; she wanted different chicken, but they're like, what hey. was on special? Yes, it was like but actually, she wanted it for the special price. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So she was already, 
she was already pissed off. She was cranky. Yeah. And apparently she had watched me and Noah go through the uh, the box of bread. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what you call it. The bread box. Yeah. So we uh, Kate got, got the chicken. We proceeded to walk away. And then she followed us. And she started calling out, hey, sir. Hey, uh, sir. Hey, sir. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm the only sir. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm the only sir here. Yes. Yes. Can I, can I help you? And then she went in. I watched you and your son go through that box and you touched all of that bread. Yeah, and she said that Noah had touched all of the bread. Yeah, that, that we had we, we had our our, uh, our fingers all over the bread. And oh, it was specifically Noah. Yeah. That she was she was upset that like it was like Jordan hadn't been watching Noah and he had just been going through touching all of the bread. Yeah. I was like, that's not what happened. I was like, I was there. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, she was she was attacking us. She was she full was blown, very much going at Jordan, and it, and it was nothing that we said or, or Jordan. I I kind of stayed out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jordan. Nothing that Jordan said was satisfying to her. No. Saying, "Well, I I was watching him. He didn't," and she you know she argued, "Well, he did." And like Jordan said, if he touched it, I took it out and put it in the bag. Yeah, but none of it was satisfactory no. to her. She just wanted. I'm not sure what she wanted from us. So, well, I actually to called her the out. I, I was like, "Is this just what you do? You get pissed off at people. You get pissed off at things, and you just start attacking people. Is that what you do?" And that's when she's just like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna lose this. I'm gonna lose this." And so well, she, she, well, she, she continued to try to argue with you. Yeah, but there's you can't argue with me. I will beat you. Oh my gosh. This is not. Okay. <laughs> Example of what we are not talking yes, about. Yes. Okay. This is okay. Uh, but let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. So she uh, decided was like, you know what? I'm done. And she started to, to walk away. And uh, I, I wanted to quote this at that time while she was walking away. She didn't walk away. I pulled you away. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I do. Re- I do remember. But this that was after I had got my last remarks in. Uh, there was a quote, not a quote. Uh, there's a comedian, George Carlin. Everybody knows him. Uh, he's got a bit he did. Oh, it was back in the 90s about germs. About uh, how. We're getting into a crazy. tangent. Know, so that tangent. Is, well, this it. is counterintuitive to what we're talking about. I wanted to go in about how germs aren't, aren't bad for you. You know, uh, oh, there was something that he says that I, I wanted to quote at that moment. And I, I was just like, I couldn't think of it. I was so fired up. And I was like, you know, germs don't kill you. Germs don't kill you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> she turns around. You're a sick man. You're sick. <laughs> I, I, I probably shouldn't have been laughing, but I was. Okay. L- let me finish my example here. <sighs> so we walked off into the other aisle and uh, we both talked about it. We we're like, what is her problem? Why? Why was that necessary? At that same moment, I stepped back and I tried to put myself in her shoes. The best thing I probably could have done for that situation was we were in the same aisle uh, at the checkout of where she was going. You know what I could have done? I could have gone up and bought her groceries. Like, you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah. And we had talked about that. Yeah. And, but, and that, that was kind of my bad because I was so upset by the situation. <laughs> Don't you dare come after my kids. And that, that was it. Is our, our <laughs> Papa son. Papa Bear. 
<laughs> Papa Bear came out, and that's it. That's what happened. Our son was was very upset by the situation, uh, how he had been called on. I mean, he was he's six. Yeah. And, and he was so upset. He was very upset. And it was that whole thing. And you know, we asked him, did, did you touch the bread? And he said, no, you know, and he was very hurt and upset. And I was very hurt and upset. And I knew that Jordan was very fired up and I avoided the situation. And we did talk about it after that. The argument and the feelings that we had did not feel good. Mm-hmm. And being vindicated or being in the right didn't feel good. And the best thing we could have done was to rectify the situation and find kindness and pay for her groceries. And, you know, we look back on that situation and uh, realize it. Yeah. So if it ever happens again, I know what I'll be doing. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, this, this does tie into our topic in that the arguments that we have and and feeling like we have to be right and be on top aren't always the best and that that ties into our talk about social media in our behavior and our comments and our treatment of other people if you're good to people in general you're just being good to people that's right (laughs) so be good to people be kind yes be courteous on social media except to us be mean I don't care please don't be mean <laughs> I can't handle I got it. thick skin I don't care I don't I don't